0: Hi, and welcome to my new podcast called Deployment Diaries. My name Alicia, and as a fellow Marine wife, I wanted to create an encouraging and educational podcast to help others through one of the toughest things that we can experience in our journeys as military families, which is deployment. In this episode, I'll be talking about trusting your spouse first and foremost, as well as what you can expect from a deployment. These are all things that I wish I had heard from someone before my husband deployed, so I hope you'll find this episode helpful. If you're interested in even more content, you can also find me on TikTok at Deployment Diaries. With that, let's begin. The first thing that I always tell someone when they ask for advice about deployment is that you must trust your spouse 1,000%. And when I say trust, I not only mean trust when it comes to cheating, but trust that if your spouse says that they are going to email, text you, and call you, they will. And if they don't, there's probably a very good reason for that. Either they're extremely busy, the computers or phones are unavailable, blackout communication periods, etc. Without full trust in your spouse, you're going to have a very hard time with deployment. Things change daily and you're not always going to be in the know about certain information so you're going to have to be flexible and keep trust in your spouse at the center of everything. Now you're probably wondering what you should expect if your first deployment is on the horizon. I was there too and through having to navigate this journey, I've put together some things that I think you'll find really helpful to know. First, know that the time before your service member leaves is the hardest part about a deployment. The constant thought of their departure date hanging over your head is the worst feeling. During this time, you and your spouse may experience some more bickering and fighting than what is typical for you both, and you may also feel like every minute that you're not with your partner is precious time that you're wasting. All of these feelings are 100% normal. Trust me. Now, the time is going to come when it's departure day. This day is likely going to be filled with so much emotion, sadness, hopefulness, numbness, and everything in between. My best recommendation for this day would be to take the entire day to yourself if you can. I took off of work the day that my husband left. And plan to do absolutely nothing except binge watch your favorite shows and eat your favorite food. Ask any seasoned Milso and they will tell you day one is the worst. But just know, once you make it through that first day, the hardest part is done. From then on out, it's just a countdown until your service member comes home. For me, months one and two were hard with getting used to my husband being away, adjusting to our new normal, and trying not to focus on how much time we had left. During the first few weeks or months, it can be really hard to feel grounded and find your new normal. For me, getting myself into daily and weekly routines really helped me to get my head together and get ready to tackle what was to come. I would even recommend creating a weekly deployment routine and a weekly countdown and hanging them in your room. Depending on if your spouse is on a ground deployment or a ship, The first few weeks and months will also likely come with some adjusting to your new communication schedules. If your service member is on a ground deployment, you might have more of the normal communication methods, but if your service member is on a ship, email it is. The frequency of communication will depend on a lot of different things. Which brings me to my next piece of advice. Do not base your experiences on that of other spouses. Let me clarify. Just because your friend got an email from her husband at noon on Tuesday and you didn't, that does not mean that your service member is avoiding you. Take into consideration that everyone is going to have different sleep and work schedules in addition to technology availability as well as cell service reception. I'll tell you a story about this one. Before my husband deployed, his unit was going on underway trips out to sea for a few weeks at a time to prepare. Even though the ship was not far off the California coast, my husband had no cell reception, while some others did. After I had heard that a few of my friends were getting occasional texts and calls, I started to feel really upset. Not because I thought my husband was ignoring me, but because I was sad that they were getting texts and calls while I wasn't. I would have loved to call. However, my husband ended up being able to send me a quick text from one of his buddy's phones that did have service telling me that he loved me and missed me. The moral of the story is do not base your experiences on that of others. Even if your spouse and your friend's spouse are in the same unit, they can have a completely different schedule. This is where it comes back to trust. Trust that your spouse will reach out to you whenever they can. Some really fun ways to help you get through this time is planning out the care packages that you're going to send your spouse. My TikTok page and Pinterest have some really cute care package ideas. Decorating and putting one together is a great activity for those hard days when nothing is going right and it seems like the deployment will never end. Sending your spouse handwritten letters can also be a really fun way to communicate your love to them while they're away, and they will most definitely appreciate the time and effort that you put into writing a letter to them. There are many other ways to keep you and your spouse connected while they're away, and one is using relationship apps. One that I recently discovered is called Agape, and essentially, you and your spouse answer a question about each other each day. If your spouse is on a ground deployment, you can link your apps together and you'll be able to see each other's answers. If your spouse only has access to email, you can email them the question of the day. Writing emails in a journal format to tell your spouse about your day and what's going on back at home can be a nice way to keep each other in the loop even though you're apart. Finding ways to make deployment a bit more fun like sending care packages and letters is a great way to keep both your spirits up and your service members' spirits up. Keeping yourself surrounded with a support system that understands what you're going through can be extremely helpful as well. Join the family or spouse groups for the unit on Facebook if you can, and keep in touch with other families and spouses whose service members are deployed with yours. Now, sometimes groups can result in a lot of drama, so I would recommend keeping only a few other spouses close to you that you can lean on in times of need. The two spouses who I rely on the most for support have been through numerous deployments and are well-versed and well-seasoned in everything that comes along with military life and deployment. It's really nice to be able to call them up and chat about how we're doing or get together for dinner occasionally. Having other people who know exactly what you're going through is going to really help you out when you need it. Now, after you've gone through the first few weeks and months of trying to establish your new normal and what the next few months are going to look like for you, you may start to feel like time starts to speed up and suddenly the deployment is getting a bit easier to manage. Of course, this will vary for everyone and there's no timeline about how you should feel and when things will occur. But for me, month three was when the time really started to speed up and before I knew it, we were at the halfway point. I think that everything was much worse in my head than it actually is. Now, my husband isn't home yet, so I can't speak about what to expect for the homecoming process right now, but I will certainly make another episode on this as the time gets closer. For now, I hope that this has provided you with a bit more insight about what you can expect during the time leading up to and the first few months of a deployment. Deployment is not fun for anyone, and unfortunately, there's no escaping it. So to end this episode, I'll leave you with some words of encouragement. First, instead of focusing on how hard the deployment will be, focus on how rewarding the homecoming will be. And remember, even the hardest week is still one week closer to the end of deployment. I'll be doing weekly podcasts, so be sure to check back next week for another episode. And if you want even more content, I do weekly lives on TikTok, so be sure to follow me on there at Deployment Diaries. Thanks for listening.